Hey, it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. Brittany Griner has had the full attention of the State Department. But I have a simple question. I have a simple question about her return to the United States. Is she, A, going to kiss the ground because she hates this country? Is she going to kiss the ground and thank God for the United States, the Constitution, and our freedoms? Or is she going to get a show on MSNBC? I think we already know her book has been written by a ghostwriter. It's already written. She will probably have a roundtable meeting with uh, Joy Reid and Al Sharpton and Colin Kaepernick. She won't say, oh my God, I was just wrong about my country. I love the USA. Of course, this will be, is it Biden great? Didn't Biden do great? Biden's great. Next time you go to Russia, don't bring drugs. Pretty basic. Don't bring drugs. So much stuff to get to. We're going to get into this. um, I pulled up an old story. One of the things driving this reparations thing in California is private property, beachfront private property, that was seized from a black family 100 years ago. And you would think instead of making this about reparations or equity, you would recognize that conservatives and libertarians don't like the idea of the government going, that property, that's not yours anymore. Kind of like internment. You, you're not a citizen anymore. Unfortunately, progressives and their academic base seem to think that the government should be unbridled as long as if they're doing bad for good, then the bad for good is good, not bad. Isn't there an old saying, two wrongs don't make a right? That it can't be bad if a government led by them monopolizes the provision of services or considers all property public property. Only in the Communist Manifesto do we see free education for all in schools and the government seizure of private property, except in the Constitution, where eminent domain is only used to promote the common defense and general welfare. Meaning, if your house sits where a Navy base is to be built, they're going to buy that house from you at market value And you really, you have to sell it. But they don't just outright take your property. And even still, we have a court system, a judicial system that would allow you to challenge that. By the way, just so you know, I walk by the New York Times building every day. The New York Times actually used eminent domain to take a series of buildings that were small mom and pop. One of them was a uh, a hat store. Yeah, a hat store. A simple hat store. A family-owned hat store. Believe the word for that. The, the, uh, 50 cent word for that is haberdashery. Is that the word? Haberdashery? They, they, they used their powers, the New York Times. They said, we want to be at the corner of 42nd and 8th. So you people have to go. And the city of New York agreed and took their property. They didn't want to sell. That's the New York Times. Wine to 695 Patriot 9572874. The lawmaker. Here's something interesting. The lawmaker in Florida, the state lawmaker who was the architect of the parents' rights and education laws all of a sudden been indicted on federal charges. And the Associated Press, the Associated Press, which issues the AP style book, which is the Mao's Little Red Book of journalism, 
So if the AP style book says you can't refer to you can't refer to men who think they're women as trannies anymore, you have to recognize that trans women are women. That comes from the AP style book. The headline is don't say gay Florida lawmaker indicted on federal charges. There's no don't say gay. There's no don't say gay law in Florida. There's no don't say gay law in Florida. But isn't it amazing that all of a sudden this guy, Jesse Rodriguez, who's Hispanic, is hit with federal fraud charges. I'm sorry, Joe Harding. Uh, Joe Harding, sorry. Different lawmaker, different story. That story's later. Um, but even, even if he is, even if he's guilty of everything the federal government alleges, everything that he, he's guilty of, that does not mean now that ugly men dressed as ugly women get to read porn to first graders. Switzerland is going to start rationing electricity use for EVs. And that electric vehicles will only be used for absolutely necessary journey. That ideas come in here. I've told you this. I've, I've told you, I've told you, I've told you that this move to air fingers, quote, green the economy is just to give uh, to the elect, uh, power grid is to the energy sector. Man, I, I don't know why I'm like bouncing around today. It's only a Thursday. I apologize. To green the economy and the energy sector is not for any other purpose than to have the government control energy and your usage of it. It is not to get you to drive an EV. It's to get you out of your vehicle altogether. The underbelly of the left wants communism in this country. They know they just can't call it that. But if the government, if the central government controls health care, education, transportation, housing, and retirement, what kind of country do you call that? Is that a free country where your life is planned for you? And I'm going to get very deep into this. Very, very deep into this. Because New York Magazine has a sprawling piece that's only being read by left-wing so-called intellectuals about how the woke left has finally broken the relationship between the Republican Party and Wall Street. And it's sort of a nanny, nanny, poo, poo, ha ha, you guys protected us with your free market principles. Now we're just going to shut the door on you. And this won't work out well in the end by any level, because if you understand Marx and you understand people like Bernie, that is just a stepping stone. But basically now they're saying, well, you know, uh, ESG, ESG is here to stay and there's nothing you can do about it. And I have a simple question. Let me speak to the non-white portion of the audience. If somebody came to you and said you have two investment opportunities to make, one that is going to rely on the natural organic free market to grow your wealth, or the other is where your money is going to be used to reshape the world in a more fair and equitable place. But, you know, for that, you're really investing in, I don't even know what you're investing in. Which one would you take? You don't have to call the program and tell me deep down inside. Like if you were standing before two medical offices and the doctors in one building were the best and the brightest and the other doctors got into, through, and out of medical school on equity. 
Where would you take your child for treatment? If you really believe the only way, the only way people of color in this country will get anywhere in life is through activist government. That's a pretty sad and cynical way to look at our society. And if you notice, while the Democrats are always saying, you know, Norway does this or Sweden does that or whatever, they never take any ideas from any majority non-white country. Have you noticed that? We got to be more like Norway. Norway is like one of the whitest countries on earth. Marxism, Marx and Engels were two old white guys. To think that somehow Marxism is more people of color friendly is an absolute lie. What country, non-white country, that has gone through a Marxist revolution, did the people come out with more freedom and more rights? Now, you have to understand, academics on the left think this libertarian concept of freedom is really overrated, except for, you know, drag queen story hour and stuff like that. Acquiring private property, owning one's labor, making one's life decisions, you know, families deciding how their children are going to be educated, where they're going to receive health care from, how they're going to retire, you know, what their home is going to be like. That's overrated. The world is better off when central planners, priests of big government, plan your life for you. And they sell this equity message over and over and over again. And as I said, just at the beginning of this, taking property, simply because the government has the power, more guns than you, to take it is wrong. Private property is important. Private property is a necessity, a necessary component of real freedom, of human rights. That if your what your labor begets is first and foremost not yours, then whose is it? Well, it's everybody's. It's everybody's? How many of you watch the History Channel? I, I love, you know what, my, my, the stuff I like on there, uh, the food that built America, right? Have you seen that one? That's interesting stuff. They have a new series, The Toys That Built America. And one of the episodes focuses on Erno Rubik, the Rubik's Cube. And in the episode, so Erno Rubik makes this, the, the Rubik's Cube was supposed to be this box of gears. It wasn't designed to be uh, a puzzle. Erno Rubik was designing this, I don't even know, I don't remember, I remember the part of the episode, I, I caught the sort of the part where they talked about communism, but he was designing this, this box, a series of squares that would be attached to interlocking gears that could turn in every which direction. Dare you, dare I say he was reinventing the wheel, but there would be no path that the square, an individual square couldn't take in this series of gears. And they explain that in order to track each movement of each square, he put color-coded stickers on each square. One, one wall of squares being yellow, one being red, one being blue, one being orange. And as he went to track the squares in their movements as he twisted and turned, because he was creating basically an infinity of movement, he found that he couldn't get all the squares back to their original point. And this drove him to near madness. When he finally solved his own cube, he thought to himself, my God, 
this would be, this could be the next great puzzle, the next great obsession. The problem was, as they say in the, in the episode, he was living in 1970s communist Hungary. And one of the narrators actually says that under communism, all designs, ideas, and inventions are first and foremost owned by the state. So Erno Rubik had to figure out how to get his cube out of communism. And here we are, the United States of America, descending into this. Oh, you've heard it before. You didn't build that. Weintick 695, Patriot 9572874. Also, now the investigation into Trump's alleged possession of classified documents has spread to other properties. And the Washington Post has an amazing piece, items with classified markings found at Trump's storage unit in Florida. One of the people interviewed for the piece says, quote, to my knowledge, he was never, he had never ever been to that storage unit. I don't think anyone in Trump world could tell you what's in that storage unit. Did they plant evidence on Donald Trump? Starting to sound like it. And we're going to play for you a local news piece. Uh, Democrats in Florida are now claiming that you're not allowed to teach about Hanukkah in government-run schools because of the parents' rights and education law. Unfortunately, that's 100% not true. But who cares? The story is catching on. Also, that semiconductor plant that Biden spoke at in Arizona is being backed by a Taiwanese semiconductor company. Did Nancy Pelosi's son, who invests in semiconductors, have any advance on this when he went to Taiwan with his mother. Lots of stuff to get to today. We are right. They are wrong. That's the end of the story. The arguments on this radio program cannot be broken. Sirius XM Patriot. You can join me live on the Will Count Majority Monday to Friday, noon to 3 east, 9 to noon west on Sirius XM Patriot Channel 125. <laughs>